3: some drama me
0: hide that cocaine never in my nose
3: just so you know i'm in an open
0: relationship below deck Ooh. below me what deckhead
3: hey nick hey eh, how are you why are you doing this doing what That voice, the scary voice.
0: I don't know what voice you're referencing, but uh, this is my voice. And uh, I was voted number one broadcaster in San Quentin four years in a row. So I think it's a pretty good voice. I spent some time in prison. Everybody knows about it, but you get over it. You spent some time in jail yourself. Why don't you tell everybody about that? Mm,
3: No, thanks. So, um... Where were we? Where were we? Guys.
0: One time I was in jail and, um, you know, a holding, whatever. And um, they uh, they brought a guy in um, and his uh, leg fell off while they were uh, wrestling him in. And How? I that was interesting. I mean, he, had a le- he had a fake leg.
3: Oh, okay. That's kind of key to the story.
0: How else would that have happened?
3: I don't know, Nick. Can't you say well, someone's leg fell off?
0: How? I just don't understand how you could interpret that more than one way.
3: I thought maybe he had already kind of had a severed leg and it fell off.
0: Well, I guess in a way, that had happened to this man probably at some point. But at this point, he had some prosthetic legs and they fell off.
3: That. Sucks. And I bet the cops didn't care because they don't care about anyone.
0: No. They used it to beat him.
3: No. Are you lying? You better be lying.
0: No. I think he, actually he may have used it to try to hit them. Um, But uh, he passed out soon after that. So we couldn't really investigate as he laid in the middle of the cell with his prosthetic legs off. Uh, That was from my arrest on Gay Street. Oh, really? You know what they did to us, me and my friend who I got arrested with? Uh They put us in the back of the van and drove us around for over an hour with the heat off. This was with the air conditioning off. And this was in the heat of summer in New York City.
3: (sighs) That's classic. And then
0: after that, so we finally got out and we're like drenched in sweat. And they're like, you should have told us to turn the air conditioner on. Like, uh, Like, you know. They're playing some games, you know. Oh, should we have asked? Okay, gotcha. Uh, Next time I'll ask. And then after an hour, uh, we were taken to, when we finally got out, we were two blocks away from where we had been picked up at the precinct in the West Village.
3: You know, my dad has a similar story to that about like when he was a teenager in Iran and him and his friend got picked up for jaywalking. And they drove them all around town and they were like waving at the girls being like, yeah, we're bad boys. And they're like, "Ooh, or whatever the fuck. And then the cop dropped them off like three towns over and left them.
0: Whoa.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and they had to like get back home. And this was what like the fuck, whatever the 60s or whatever. Probably late 60s, early 70s, and uh, yeah, my dad had to figure it out.
0: That sucks, because he was drunk the whole time, too.
3: I, may have, I don't think so. Well, I don't think he was drunk. Maybe
0: he was. Well, now you know.
3: Probably not. But it's like he got picked up for jaywalking.
0: That's uh, weird, <laughs> but uh, and now he's sounds like, like something they don't pick up white people for.
3: No, he's like really weird about jaywalking now.
0: That's so funny. I don't know anyone who has ever been picked. I mean, sure, ticketed, yes. Yeah. But arrested? That's crazy. Uh, yeah, well. Ah, it's not crazy. It's not crazy.
3: Guys, this is Below Deck Season 7, Episode 20. It's the last official episode of Season, tw- uh, season 7.
0: Season and- 20 <laughs> feels like it.
3: Yeah. But it is the reunion part two. I can't wait for this episode to be over. It was a lot.
0: Oh, my God. And like a third of it is Ashton crying.
3: A third of it is Ashton what feels like giving re- like a rehearsed speech about how he's changed so much.
0: Well, is someone not allowed to change? No, he
3: is. But like, it feels...
0: Ashton changing. You know what that feels like? It feels like Wow. Sure. Feels like he saw what Changing did for JWoww, and he wants a little piece of that for himself.
3: God, there's no way that Wow and Ashton aren't like buds in some capacity.
0: You say there's no way they aren't buds? Yeah. You know they're locked in a perpetual battle between, between good and evil. Okay. You knew that, right?
3: Yeah, totally.
0: They were both beaten by a radioactive elephant bone. Oh, sorry. If you don't know your history, I, you didn't, you didn't study Southern African history in college. That's fine. I did. You didn't. I'm smart. You're not.
3: You're very intense. You know that?
0: Yeah. I'm balding.
3: Good. With that behavior, you you should be.
0: The the fuck's that supposed
3: to Mm -hmm? be? Guys, we continue with uh, the reunion part two. And the first thing they want to talk about is the fight between Ashton and Kate in the van, which I low-key forgot happened until they brought it up. Is that bad?
0: Is it bad that you are living your life not thinking about this, these two idiots? No, that's not bad. That's, that's very actually nice. That's one of the nicest thoughts you can have, forgetting about Kate and Ashton.
3: Cool. So uh, Kate is okay with the fact that they didn't get they didn't actually pull over.
0: Sometimes when I go around town, uh, like if I'm at the supermarket, I'll ask people if they know who Kate and Ashton are, and if they say no, I'll hug them. Hmm. And this is during quarantine. Oh, I don't. People think do not like it.
3: Yeah, you shouldn't do that.
0: What should I do?
3: Leave people alone. But leave me alone
0: Do you know who sings that song? Mm, no. Wow. Do you want me to tell you? Sure. Michael
3: Jackson. Oh my god. So, uh yeah, They asked Kate because apparently Kevin was like, pull over the van when Ashton was like freaking out. And the producer decided not to pull over the van and made the choice or the decision to keep the car moving in the direction of the marina. And Kate agrees that that was okay. They should get back to the marina ASAP. Ashton says he didn't realize he had punched the window until he saw the footage. And right afterward, he messaged Kate on Instagram and apologized and Kate is confused like your hand your fist didn't hurt at all the next day and he's like no Iceman don't feel pain and Kate says she was not trying to cause any problems when she asked Ashton about his mom and Ashton says he was if he was guessing he thinks that because they were making fun of Tanner's mom that she was trying to make fun of Ashton's mom. But, like, why is it okay to make fun of Tanner's mom but not okay to make fun of Ashton's mom, you know?
0: Well, because Ashton's mom is in uh, hiding because of the attack on JWoww's mom. and So she doesn't want to get caught by the police. So that's the difference. And Tanner's mom, uh, who is Colin's mom, uh, is a joke of a person.
3: Hmm. Sad thing is, it appears so. You can say it, but I don't like this.
0: Also, South, South Africans are legendary for their lack of sense of humor. I mean, think of the two funniest South Africans Trevor Noah and Nelson Mandela. Neither one of them have ever made me laugh.
3: Jesus. What about Charlize Theron?
0: She's number three.
3: Oh. So, um, Captain Lee thinks Ashton actually remembered what happened. And he says his issues with Ashton, Brian, Kevin, and Tanner is that they would get blackout drunk, act the fool, and then the morning get together and try and piece it all together. And it was a shitstorm. And he points out that Kevin had to be carried back to his bunk a few times, and that's too much. And Captain Lee says he doesn't want to work with Ashton again if he is the same as last year. And Ashton says he's not proud of the guy he used to be. Uh, And then they call out Ashton for kissing Kate and saying she reciprocated it when she was drunk.
0: Reciprocated
3: it? Yeah. And she's like, hmm. And Ashton says he had feelings for Kate a little and says they didn't see this on the show, but he actually went to Kate for advice early on. And she complimented and encouraged him. And he thought there was kind of a vibe between them, which is why he kissed her that first time. But the second time was inappropriate and he says his drinking has become a problem and that's why he quit drinking because of that and he feels intensely regretful regretful towards how he behaved with Kate in the van and he has apologized and he is apologizing in person now. And he claims that he has amazing relationships with all the women in his life and all these labels he is being given uh, make him ashamed but he knows that he needs to take responsibility for his actions. And Kate says she appreciates him saying that now and she believes him, but doesn't think she says, I don't think you're like a bad person. But she isn't sure when he came to this conclusion, because apparently he was on some of these after shows doubling down on his behavior and honestly not that sorry. And Ashton says, well, you can't help it. You get defensive. But he took the time to think it all out and has come to this conclusion that he was wrong. And Captain Lee says he would have liked Kate to have have told him what Ashton had done at the time because he would have intervened and possibly fired Ashton.
0: What, just that he had uh, assaulted Kate?
3: Yeah, I guess.
0: Here's what you would have done, Captain Lee. Fuck all. You've never done one thing to intervene with sexual harassment, and you have had seven fucking seasons to do so, my friend. You are a Perpetrator.
3: His go-to excuse is that he wasn't aware
0: of it. I've never known that there's ever been a problem between men and women. What's this rape culture you guys speak of? Never heard of it. In my day, you would rape a woman. Oh, I get it.
3: Yeah. They ask Ashton about his mother, and he says they have always been open with each other. And after this season, she expressed some concerns to him about his behavior and he listened to her and she's not necessarily happy with him but she just wants the best she just wants him to be his best self and that is why he's been working on himself and he says he quit drinking in January but before that he'd been moving towards it and evaluating why he even drinks to begin with and Kevin says he's also been evaluating his own drinking especially after watching the show back not Brian though
0: good yeah no Uh, well Brian didn't drink as much as the rest of them
3: yeah I guess so so, um, they start to talk about the divide between the men and the women on the boat, and this is where the show really starts to go haphazard. How so? There's just so much yelling and back and forth that I couldn't follow too well, and it was very hard to take notes, but whatever, we'll get into it. So, uh, Kevin apologizes for kicking sand in Kate's face at that last party, but then he's like, she must have said something. And everyone's like, no, she said nothing. She was literally just sitting there, not even facing you.
0: God, I was having trouble paying attention too because, I, you know, I was mostly paying attention to the Orioles game in the picture in picture.
3: Are you serious?
0: No, I can't do that. There's probably a way I haven't figured it out. Oh,
3: my God. Abby says she's always felt she always felt respected by the guys when she was working with them. And saw stuff later in the season that she didn't experience. And Simone says the guys were cool to her and felt that Brian and Kevin were like her brothers. And I was like, ew, dude. Ugh. Courtney says it's not a deep-seated hate. This is where, see, Courtney is like so lit, dude.
0: This is Mm -hmm. where Courtney
3: starts having her like Oprah moment. She's Mm -hmm. like, it's not a deep-seated hatred for women. But it is a hostility towards women who don't act a certain way that society expects them to. And Abby didn't get that sort of hostility because she wasn't as assertive or in the guy's face like the rest of them were. And Courtney's like, Simone, either. And I agree. Like, Simone didn't speak up. She stayed out of the way. Like, anyone who stayed out of these guys' way was fine, like, in the clear. But the second you stepped up to them, you were, like, in firing range immediately. That's do. not true.
0: The two people that you mentioned that stayed out of the guy's way, one of them left the ship and the other one felt slighted the entire time.
3: Yeah, but she felt slighted by Kate and I guess Tanner. Okay, so she, Abby left the boat, but Abby was never like... You know, Abby seems to disregard the fact that she started crying before she quit the boat because of how Brian was talking to her.
0: I don't remember so, that.
3: So, I guess easy to forget. Yes, guess so. Yeah, so Abby says... She was respected the whole time, even though she wasn't as strong as Riley and couldn't do certain things. And Kate says the guys aren't bad people, but they were in like really awkward, stressful situations. And Brian says they didn't get a manual for being on TV. And sometimes you get portrayed a certain way and Captain Lee and Riley disagree and say that like you can't edit. They can't. The show can't edit you to say or act a certain way like they can frankenbite bite you a little, but they can't like. Like, if you're like, I don't like her, she's a dumb bitch. Like, they're not editing that together to say that. Like, you said that.
0: Yeah, but they didn't get that I was saying it about a different cast member.
3: Sure. And that's Frankenbiting.
0: You're a Frankenbite. That's actually when you get bitten by Frankenstein, which is rare because uh, Frankenstein does not bite, mm-hmm. he strangles. If he's not a strangler, then why has he got his arms out there, outstretched, if not to do a little strangling?
3: I thought it's because he's not used to the balance yet.
0: Oh, you know what? It probably is because his eyesight is poor and he doesn't want to run into stuff.
3: That as well. No depth. Also,
0: you know, because fire, you know, it usually burns your hands. So if the townspeople are chasing him with fire, he wants to keep his hands in front of him so they're <laughs> less likely to get burned.
3: Yeah. These are all valid points, Nick.
0: Okay, I'd never thought about it before, but apparently, I have thoughts.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that's clear. You've never thought before in your life. What the fuck?
0: <laughs> <laughs> what the that
3: fuck? Was fun. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back after this. While Nick yells, "What the fuck?" fifteen more times.
0: What the fuck? <laughs>
2: kemba financial credit union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs apply today at kemba.org to unlock a limited time two percent cash back on purchases and pay zero percent interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from kemba you deserve a card that works for you restrictions apply offer ends june 30th 2024 (sighs)
1: spring is a time of renewal so why not refresh your home with a little help from blinds.com
0: What the fuck? there? that's 15.
3: Nick doesn't understand what is going on. Hold on. Here's my impression of Nick. That's a classic bit. Where I, when I say I'm going to do an impression of you and then I play the fart. <laughs> Whatever. So um Brian clarifies... And says that he and Courtney had fun and he wasn't trying to make her feel a certain way, but watching it back, he realized that he was acting that certain way, but he wasn't aware of like how it was coming off the whole time, which is a classic excuse. Captain Lee says he wasn't aware of the toxic culture the guys had created. Oh, on the- he
0: didn't know about it. Yeah, he wasn't
3: aware of the. You to- can't
0: blame Captain Lee. He had his he had his sunnies on the whole time. He couldn't see nothing. He was up there in the wheelhouse just spinning that big old wheel. Well, yeah, that's what he says. He says he wasn't aware of the toxic
3: culture the guys had created on the boat, and that uh, there was a lot that the girls could have told him but didn't. And then Kevin questions Captain Lee not knowing what was going on with the crew, and um, Captain Lee says he wasn't around them that much, and Kevin says he didn't think it was that bad, and the girls all say, well, they didn't know how the guys were speaking about them in the van, and Riley says that she didn't even know that Tanner and Brian were also trying to get her fired. And of course, the guys kind of low-key are like, well, that's the girls' problem. And Captain Lee asks Kevin how he would have dealt with it if he was the captain, how he would have figured out what was going on. And Kevin's like, ah, oh, 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 oh. he doesn't really answer. And Riley says she thought her and Brian were pretty cool, but then he's, she saw that he's like basically said all that shit about her at, after watching the show. And Kevin says he understands the girl's point of view, but didn't think it was
0: that bad. I understand what you're saying, but I do not understand what you're saying.
3: Well, he's been like, I don't think we created that toxic of an environment for you guys to have to exist through. And it's like, yeah, well, you were the creator.
0: I don't think that I did it though. Uh, well, we get into Abby. I don't think I did that. Cook all the meals? I don't think I cooked those meals. Make a penis cake? Oh, I don't think I made a penis cake. I'm from New Zealand. We don't even have penises. <coughs> we,
3: could. we all have, when we open our pants, it's venison.
0: Oh, yeah. It's hobbit meat,
3: it's tongue.
0: It's la lengua.
3: La lengua. Venison, la lengua. So uh, we get into Abby quitting and Riley taking her job. And Captain Lee thinks that Ashton basically prepared the other two guys to not like Riley because of his previous season with her. So they were prepared for the worst. And he didn't give her a fair second chance. And Ashton claims he told them that she can be intense, but she's a hard worker. And why would he want to sabotage his team and he wasn't trying to create an issue and he admits he, he should have done more uh, when he had seen a divide coming into his team and taken care of it versus just like taking a side. And Ashton then calls out Kate for telling Riley about their conversation in the wheelhouse where he was basically trying to throw Riley under the bus over the fishing excursion. And Captain Lee responds by saying that he thinks Ashton has no remorse for the past season and that if he wanted to talk shit, he shouldn't have said anything in front of Kate. He should have pulled Captain Lee aside. And Ashton says, what Kate did caused more problems and further aggravated the situation on deck. Andy Cohen's here the whole time, by the way, but he can barely get a word in edgewise.
0: What's he supposed to say? What do we need to hear from him?
3: He just asks the questions from the fans. Which, by the way, where do you submit these questions?
0: Should we ask a question?
3: (laughs) Yeah, should we be like, so like, what's up? Hey, this is Nick and Anna from... Bakersfield, California. We got to kind of hide it, you know. Our question is like, "Hey, like, how's it going?" Hmm. Our question is for Captain Lee: Who does your chin stash, and can we get a wreck? That's a recommendation. Chin stash
0: does look like a wreck.
3: (laughs) You nailed it. But um, what if for Halloween we both just kind of paint Captain Lee chin stashes on?
0: I'm down. You're into it? I am down.
3: All right. You have to paint your hair white, though.
0: No problem. Promise? Promise.
3: Hmm. Okay. So they ask Captain Lee if Kate can do anything wrong. And he says, yeah, she has a lot of stuff wrong. And he's upset her before, like when she lied about the penis blanket. And they're like, well, what about from this season? And he says... Well, this season where she was throwing the pants on the ground was annoying, but he didn't want to try and reason with all these drunk people. And he, I think he doesn't really he explains the uh, situation with uh, drunk ass Tanner coming in all bleary eyed. like Ugh. I thought that was funny. It's a valid point. Like, what is he supposed to do? Get involved with a bunch of drunk
0: yachties, if you will, um, which is an insult Yeah,
3: I don't really get that whole thing.
0: I think we should take the power back from that word.
3: I don't think it's as insulting as they think, but what do I fucking know? I don't work on a boat.
0: Yeah, you only watch people work on a boat for a living.
3: I wouldn't say I solely do this for a living.
0: No one... Solely does this for a living, but you, you get do. money from it. Don't don't you don't do. do this. You do we don't need this you whole do. fucking thing.
3: You do you do this solely for a living? You're a weirdo.
0: Yes. I wouldn't say I do this solely for a living. Could you imagine if this was the only money I made? Is it not? <laughs> I would be homeless.
3: Well, I mean, you rely mostly on your strong working wife.
0: Um, okay. You don't think I'm on to I make money. I need people to know that. Guys, there's no... I make money and I pay for my life with it. Guys, there's no proof of this.
3: There's no tax returns. There's nothing.
0: Okay, I'm putting this out to the listener. I
3: would argue you guys do enough to Find my tax
0: returns. Find them. I'm looking for them.
3: Okay, yeah. Because I would argue you don't even need to pay taxes because you don't make enough money.
0: Oh, my God.
3: <laughs> well, anyway... Captain Lee agrees that the penis cake situation could have been handled better, but his problem with the guys is that they think their behavior was okay, but the guys are like, no, we've been apologizing for our behavior. But Captain Lee isn't sure that they mean it because they go back and forth and, like, kind of flip-flop about everything.
0: Captain Lee sucks. Captain Lee is, like, getting pretend mad because he's now, like, he's got to put on a show to be like, I'm not the toxic environment, Captain. That's your fault. You guys are toxic. I'm the one, only guy on the on the boat, apparently, that's not toxic. The one that creates
3: the toxicity. You know, Ashton keeps calling out Captain Lee for being on Kate's side and being her best friend, and Kate's like, he's not my best friend. And Kate says she doesn't defend... He doesn't defend her, but Captain Lee says if he, if Ashton, if Ashton had worked under him for six years, then he would have his back too, basically. And it is true. It's like they've had a loyal working relationship and Ashton shows up and is like fucking up. It's like, why should I take your back? Also, you are like a bro code loser. Anyway, they ask Ashton why he's allowed to say, did you slap her with your dick? When did he say that? He said it. Okay. I just don't remember.
0: I remember. I don't remember exactly, but I remember him saying it.
3: Yeah, I vaguely remember. But he goes on this whole spiel. He's like, actually, good question. I went to see a therapist in the last week, and that is something we tried to identify why it came up. I'm like, what are you talking about? And in this moment, Captain Lee gets up and says he needs a break and says he's tired of dealing with these shitheads, which I understand. In that moment, I was Captain Lee. I was like, I am tired of dealing with these shitheads. Like, what is fucking Ashton talking about? Just say you shouldn't have said anything about slapping anyone with a dick. Don't go into a whole spiel about how in the last week you went, you saw a therapist and that casually came up that you said you should, did you slap her with your dick? Like, this fool has an answer for everything. Not impressed. Thoughts, Nick?
0: Yeah. I've got a killer boat fact.
3: Okay. Then I will try and hurry this along for you since you're so busy doing other things.
0: I'm not busy doing other things. I was just thinking about my very cool boat fact.
3: It's Is it about, like, yachty
0: therapists? Yeah. Hmm. Here it is. Most therapists exclusively work with yachts. They need it. Because they need it more than other people. Yeah. Because they're stupid idiots.
3: <laughs> well, they're asking why they think Captain Lee left. And by they, I mean Andy Cohen. And the girls think he's over it. But Ashton keeps pushing about the questions they were asking. Because he thought Kate did things that lacked professionalism. And she asks him to go through the list and that she'll answer to everything. Um, and Kevin says, it feels like they're sitting there apologizing yet still being attacked. And the ladies are like, well, you guys were the troublemakers. And it's exhausting to have to keep trying to explain yourself. And Courtney says, don't do the shit that creates these sorts of reactions if you don't want to deal with the reactions. And
0: Whoa, that is smart.
3: Yeah, well, she's the smartest person on that stage right now. And Brian says he found it difficult to figure out if Kate was being authentic or, or not. So when she was talking about being a yachty, he thought she was trying to offend him by continuing to call him a yachty. But she says, I stopped calling you that after you told me to. And I just started to say what a yachty meant to me. And he's just so dumb. He's like, no, I pretty sure you just kept calling it to me. But it's like I remember in the moment her she stopped calling him a yachty like she was like, well, this is I understand how you might find it offensive, but this is what I think a yachty is. And Simone says a yachty is a party animal. They work hard, but they waste their money and they do a lot of illegal things. And I'm like, what? Drugs. Yeah, I'm like, you're such a square, Simone. Go fuck yourself.
0: Like, this, that is the squarest thing. Yeah, yeah. Thing.
3: I was like, I think a yachty's definition is different for every person. Yeah, you have you. to
0: be. You have to get a lot more specific. When you can't just say someone's doing something illegal. Because that could mean anything. Drugs is the best thing they could be doing after you say that. Okay, so Google says a yachty,
3: pronounced yacht is a person who travels around the world at sea under someone else's expense. They visit exotic locations while maintaining the yacht. Yachty is a broad term that encompasses all members of a super yacht crew who are sponsored and paid to visit exotic locations. What? Here's another definition a person whose occupation it is to maintain and navigate a luxury yacht. A yachtsman whose duty it is to keep the overindulgences, idiotic ideas, and beloved secrets on board the world's richest play toys.
0: Oh my God. That one strikes a chord, dog. <laughs> wow. These people are bad.
3: And then it also says, the only person with the skills and patience to perform five-star service on the high seas.
0: Wow. Huh. That's something else.
3: Sounds like there's a bunch of different definitions, but...
0: Well, yeah, it sounds pretty negative, generally.
3: Sounds like you're the help, basically.
0: No, people paid to travel. It sounds like... That sounds like Lalili Express.
3: Jesus, that's dark comparison, but... Also, like, what would you say, like, an au pair was for a rich family? Like, you're working, but you get to travel with them and experience things, but you're still working. I don't think there's anything wrong with being a yachty. Like, you're working. You have to take care of the boat. Yes, you get to go to exotic locations, but,
0: like... Yeah, why is that even in, part of it? It's the person Ugh. who maintains the boat. It doesn't it like, and they get to go to Thailand. Yeah, well, it's like. It's like, that's not part of the definition.
3: You're being expensed. So you're on someone else's expenses. It's like, yeah, but you're also yeah, you don't working deserve to be on there. the boat. Like, you're feeding, you're like serving them. I, I wouldn't say that's,
0: that's fucking weird. You're being sexually harassed and you can't tell them. That's why, that, what was that, that second definition? That kind of felt like person who is okay with sexual harassment person who tells rich people they can do anything they want to them. What was that second yeah. definition again? Reread that. It's um,
3: a yachtsman whose duty is to keep the overindulgences, idiotic ideas, and beloved secrets on board the world's richest play toys.
0: That's so funny. Is this Urban Dictionary?
3: No, it's the Matador Network.
0: What does that mean?
3: I don't know. It's an article that says 20 signs you've been a yachty for too long.
0: Oh, what? Okay. Well, I'm, I've heard enough of that. I've heard enough of this. Uh, My brother sent me this article or this uh, message board. My brother, Jeremy Turner, shout out, number one decade. Wait, we're not, um, we're
3: not there yet. Still,
0: we have what? to finish the episode. It's almost done. This has nothing to, to do with oh. the episode. He sent me this message board from Dockwalk. Doc Walk the essential site for captains and crew, Doc talk. Um, I don't know how he came upon this, but Captain Lee leaves a message on this message board. He joined 5-6-2008, which uh, is my birthday, May 6th. He joined DocWalk. And then this was a question about how captains split up tips. Okay. And here's the original post. Yacht has a repeated client who charters the boat for long weekends and tips well. He is very happy with service, food and all. So he walks off the boat with a big smile and delegates 20,000 pounds for tips. It's roughly 1,000 pounds per person. Oh, this is euros. Captain decides to hang, hand out tips in steel, sealed, elements, sealed envelopes and gives 500 euros to all crew except heads of departments and some of his favorites who receive 1,000 euros each. The rest of the tips, about seven to 8,000 euros, he keeps for himself. Is there any legal entity or clause that would stop him from doing it? Or are we still suffering from master and commander syndrome? I thought this died centuries ago. So there's some back and forth from different people. And then Captain Lee... I have never posted my opinion on these forums in the past, but on this one, I'll make an exception. I do think it's fair for the captain to keep the lion's share of the gratuity. On any yacht I have command of, I take the tips into a separate room and I count them out myself, taking the lion's share. And then sometimes I give them fake bills. No. Um, (laughs) He says... I do not think it is fair for the captain to keep the lion's share of the gratuity. On any yacht I have command of, we have a policy that I inform all crew from the date they start concerning tips. We all share equally, everyone gets the same amount. If a particular crew member is not pulling their weight and really doesn't dissolve, deserve a full share of the tip, I handle it this way. I still divide the tip evenly, and the crew member who really doesn't deserve a full share, Gets something extra in his or her envelope along with their full share, a one way plane ticket home. So anyway, but that was in 2014. So anyway, it's just some more of his bullshit. It's like when Trump, you know, says no collusion. This is his equivalent where he goes on. He's like, look, you know, Oh, I point to this comment I made. I don't steal tips. Yeah, buddy, the lady doth protest too much. So I think this is as clear as evidence as we've ever had that Captain Lee does, in fact, steal tips. I rest my case.
3: Hmm. Okay, guys, so Nick just did a whole fucking thing about Captain Lee stealing tips, and I don't even know what his sources are. So take a drink. It's DocWalk.com. Chugga, chugga. Yeah, it sounds like a website you made up to prove your point. Classic I'm men, sending, am I this, right? to I'm sending this to you. They make a whole site to prove their point. I mean, it's just disruptive to the world. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. I ended up talking to Nick, talk to Nick about his behavior. So we'll be right I send back. I sent
0: it to you on Facebook.
3: All right, we'll be right back. <laughs>
2: Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
4: Do you love fashion? Do you love getting compliments on how well you're dressed? Are you always seeking the latest trends? Then we're talking to you. BostonProper.com is your fashion destination and the only place to go for all those nods, head turns, and new styles. No matter the day, season, or occasion, Boston Proper has what you're looking for. Sophisticated, confident clothing designed to flatter and get noticed. So visit BostonProper.com now and start creating your perfect wardrobe. Boston Proper, wear it like no one else. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com?
3: Nick has been put in his place.
0: I have never been put in my place. No one has ever bested me. Did you know that? I'm the best. I best. (laughs) I protest. I be the best. You know, I really took Melania's campaign to heart. Be best? Yeah. And so now I'm the best. Simply the best, better than all the rest, better than everyone.
3: They ask Ashton if he regrets his treatment of Riley, and he says he struggled a lot and he has room for improvement, and he just didn't know how to manage Riley. And Riley says she fights fire with fire and didn't come to the boat to be combative, and she was just ready to work. And she feels Ashton has amazing qualities to be a leader but he has this grudge with her that leaks into their working relationship and she doesn't condone mistreatment of herself or anyone else in that moment captain lee comes back and he apologizes and he sel- he says he felt overwhelmed and didn't think the conversation was going in a positive fashion and he and it was getting negative and he didn't want to be part of a negative image which is the vaguest thing i've ever heard Captain Lee says, unless some things change, he probably won't work with Riley again either. And says it's not okay how Riley spoke to Ashton, her superior. And Kate says they were both a little bit wrong because Ashton shouldn't have treated Riley like that. Uh, And they ask Ashton why he didn't hold Brian and Tanner to the same standards that he held Riley. And he says that he thought about that. And he says his fight was with Brian at the beginning and he held him accountable. And apparently he had... actually had three or four uh, stern discussions with Tanner when he was slipping, but none of that was seen. And he says in the last season, Ross had a lot of difficulties with Riley as well, and they get into Ryan knowing Ross because of Riley. I don't give a shit. Stupid. I was like, "I, I don't fucking care. Riley says Ross and her had miscommunication issues, but Ashton's like, no, Ross says he would totally have fired you if he had the chance. And I'm like, cool vibe. (sighs) <sighs> cool vibe, everyone. Cool vibe. Cool vibe.
0: Um, and it's over? No. Both facts?
3: Nope. Oh. Andy Cohen's like, what would you like to do different if you had, or like, what are you going to change about yourself or whatever the fuck? Kate says she would like to be more patient and understanding, even when it's busy and stressful and think about the morale of the people on her team. And Riley says she's very reactionary and she hopes to change that and wants to think before she reacts so she can understand the point she wants to get across more clearly and is remembered for the point versus her outburst. And they finally asked Simone about being a woman of color and she says it was a mission for her to even get into the industry because whenever she'd be up for a job, the owner or the management would just say they prefer blondes. So when she did get a job, she had to work hard and other people of color look at her and how she conducts herself so she feels like she she can't really react as much and doesn't want to be labeled as the angry black woman so she learned that she should address issues directly with the person that you have an issue with and captain lee says firing is not always the answer and he wishes that he'd been more aware of a lot of things that have been going on cuz if ha- if it had been if he had been they could have felt more comfortable Basically, he just wanted everyone to be more comfortable to come to him and let him let him know about the toxic situation they were in. And he would have intervened. And he says he after he saw it, he was shocked and appalled by everything he saw this season and felt that there was nothing they could. He thought there was nothing they could do to appall him, but they did. And it changed how he will interact with Cruz in the future. Uh, And Kate says she started a new life in New York, and it's great and exciting whatever that means. And Courtney says they will not all be going out together that night. And Brian's like, well, I'd like to talk to you. And she's like, I've made it very clear that we will not be friends because of the way you have spoken to me. And I have drawn a line. That's where the episode ends.
0: Wow. Boat facts.
3: All right. It's time for. Oh, that's not the one I meant to do. Okay. It's time for boat facts with Nikki tease. My bad, Nick. I didn't mean to embarrass you.
0: Um, you didn't. Now, why are cruise ships sometimes referred to as "she? This is a sh- all ships. Huh. Why are ships sometimes referred to as "she?
3: Um, It's like they're a woman. No?
0: Ships have been called "she" for centuries. Oh. It's a seafaring tradition that began with the earliest sailors and is still widely practiced today. No one knows for sure how this gendering of ships came to be. (laughs) One common theory is that ships are female because male captains named their ships after the women they loved. Mm. Another states that she was used because ships were once dedicated to goddesses. This is um, a tongue-in-cheek ditty by an anonymous author. A ship is called a she because there is always a great deal of bustle around her. There is usually a gang of men about. She has a waist and stays. It takes a lot of paint to keep her good looking. is this incredible? It is not the initial expense that breaks you. It's the upkeep. Mm -hmm. She can be all decked out. It takes an experienced man to handle her correctly. Jesus and Christ. without a man at the helm, she is absolutely uncontrollable. <laughs> she shows her topsides, hides her bottom, and when coming into port, always heads for the buoys.
3: Wow, that was corny <laughs> as
0: fuck. <laughs> well, I thought it was a good end to this horrible season with these misogynist men. And uh, we're putting all of it behind us.
3: Yeah, I'm glad season seven is over. I would argue I'd never want to come back here again. Season seven was no. a dark place for me. And I'm
0: never going to Thailand.
3: I mean, I have no problem with going to Thailand.
0: I blame Thailand.
3: Um. Well, anyway, I, I hope next season we lit. so I hope. We're, next season we're going to do oh, is the first season of Below Deck Sailing
0: Yacht. Oh, my God. We are on season fucking 12. Yeah. 12 seasons. It's wild. Wow. We
3: really did it.
0: And This is going to take us, what, three weeks?
3: About, yeah. It'll be like three weeks. We'll knock that out. And then we will start season five of May.
0: Are we going to catch the tail end? I don't know.
3: I honestly don't know. It's hard to say. I don't know how many episodes. There's 13 episodes out right now. Um, we might catch the tail end.
0: Well, Just- either way, it won't come out live. Um, so we're not going to be live until this next season of Below Deck yeah. Regular with whoever our new stew is. Our Which new chief stew. It's
3: teased that it might be Brooke. Quiet talk and a new Brooke. bosun. Quiet talk, Brooke.
0: Oh, Brooke. Yeah. Hey, guys. I'm gonna need you to. Stop this.
3: I wonder if Did the bosun gotta... is no, because WoW got a a uh, captain job, right?
0: Well, JWow is on med. He's not on reg. They don't switch anybody, but chefs.
3: There's also rumors that this might be Sandy's last season. At
0: med. Oh, get out of here, Sandy.
3: I don't know. Like I was reading a lot about what's going on in season five of Med, and I'm getting. I hope we get even
0: sexier. I'm excited
3: sexier for this this new. Oh yeah, uh,
0: Med is incredible. Med's winning by a lot right now. Med yeah. is it's like when SUV overtook regular Law and Order. Yeah, SVU.
3: I have. Can I read this article to you really quickly? It's twenty sides. You've been a yachty no. for too long. Okay. Uh one roses delivered by helicopter to the boss's mistress doesn't shock you at all
0: okay that is that it I hope
3: no, it's two, your oh. family and friends still think you work on a cruise ship. Oh. three, you see fingerprints everywhere, and that's to imply that all these multimillion sure. dollar yachts need to be spotless. Mm-hmm. Number four, you have a in quotes owner.
0: You have a owner? Yeah,
3: because the yachts are owned by someone. Uh Number five, you refer to the day head or, in quotes, galley in a home. And say it says, when you tell a friend to step into the port side aft door of your car, you know you've been yachting for too
0: long. Could you imagine pretending you got that wrong? Uh, Will you step into the (laughs) port? I mean, right. (laughs) The
3: port side aft. Why would I ever say that?
0: Idiot. I guess I haven't been
3: yachting for too long.
0: Nope. You've apparently, never been uh,
3: Tea time is the happiest time of the day. Uh, but that's precisely 10 a.m. and 3 huh? p.m. where you get to enjoy 15 minutes in the crew mess.
0: Huh?
3: And number seven, you speak the language of jandals, flip-flop, pluggers, sandals, and thongs. And apparently you start to call each other mate and buddy. Uh anyway, and this is a good one. Number eight, you're maxed out on South Africans. Whoa! And they're called they're called saffers. It says right now the industry is dominated by hordes of saffers. They're lurking under every marina dock, local bar, and crew mess. You love your South African friends, but there are only so many so many times you can handle your barbecues being renamed Bryce. Bryce? So many conversations you can end with Lecker Brew. And so many occasions you can hear about the best met- methods of making biltong.
0: Mm.
3: Anyway, number nine, climbing onto a boat intoxicated becomes a cherished skill. And number 10, your alcohol tolerance is godly. And then it says it's, it's not, it is uncommon to hear about blowing 5,000 in one weekend after a nice tartar
0: tip. None of these people have a high tolerance. Mm. They just drink a lot.
3: Yeah. And then number 11. You buy expensive things you never use because I guess your, your wallet's hidden away for months, but then you get off the boat and you splurge and you have a storage unit halfway across the world filled with fine things you've inherited from refit periods, surfboards and paddle boards. Wow. Whatever. An inflatable water slide off the back of the boat is the bane of your existence. <laughs> Don't we know? Yeah. And then number 13 is, you're unbelievably spoiled. Okay. okay. Is
0: it a 13 list, I
3: hope? No, 14. You have a oh. captains are king mentality. Hmm. Says you've developed a, a very submissive mindset. Jesus Christ. Number 15. You're used to having an engineer around to fix everything. Darian! Number 16. You don't remember the last time you were alone. Oof. Whatever. Number 17, you're saying the Bahamas again. Wow. Get over yourselves. Number eighteen. Yeah, you're at work. Number eighteen, celebrities are no longer exciting to see. Mm. Number nineteen, your seasons are skewed. Because I guess you flock to the So in the summer you're in the Med, in the winter you're in the Caribbean. That's why what a list. That's why what's his name had never seen snow before from season four, Travis or whatever. Yeah. And number 20, you try to leave yachting after every season. You've been a yachty for too long, mate.
0: Oh, that was fun for us. Wasn't it? All right. Well, that's it for us guys. Uh, we had a fun list. Thanks Anna for getting that list for us. And, um, We'll see you next time when we're sailing away from this list. Yeah, that's right. I'm
3: excited. Uh, Blowdeck Deck sailing looks fun. It looks silly. Like the boat's always tipped over. Like how do they do anything?
0: Oh, it's going to be a riot. I'm just excited for a new fucking storyline.
3: Me too, guys. Thanks so much for listening. This has been Blowdeck Season 7, Episode 20. The finale, baby. We're done. Part 2 of the reunion. Enough of this drama. Next season, Below Deck Sailing. Follow us at Deckheads Pod on Instagram and Twitter. You can email us at deckheadspod at gmail.com. I'm at Onahostny on Twitter. Nick is at Nick's Turners at, on Instagram and Twitter. And leave us a five star review if you've enjoyed us literally blasting ass through these goddamn seasons. Come on, man. Give us a kiss on the lips. Like Ashton to Kate. I thought there were vibes between us and the fans no listeners she whatever. complimented
0: me once I'm sorry I thought she wanted my tongue in her pussy
3: uh yeah and uh check out our merch on TeePublic and feel free to pitch some merch ideas we're always open to listen guys we have nothing going on send us some boat facts you know we love you that's some kisses that's some kisses from Ashton to Kate to you the listener bye bye, bye.